Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. So where is this going, Atlanta? Where are we headed with the quarterback situation? It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I told you guys this deal is going to get done this week. Now, whether it's us or somebody else, we'll determine then where we maybe head to uh, in the draft. And, and, Mike, if we stay at eight, again, right now it just looks like, and I don't want to say they're second tier, but if you're rating these quarterbacks, Mike, and you feel like the top three are better, so much better than the other two, and I'm talking about Bo Nix and J.J. McCarthy right. – then that's where we're probably going to be. Now, that's not to say that Terry Fontenot and company won't move up, uh, trade down to go get a guy. I'm not telling you they won't. But if you just stay at eight right now, that's what we keep seeing, Mike, of those two quarterbacks. If we're in the quarterback business, yeah. those are going to potentially be your choices, along with Michael Penix, I believe, as well. But right. I just I think the other three guys are way better. Yeah, I'm of the same opinion. Now, again, if you heard Wes Struham, he was on with us earlier, saying that you know Drake May, uh, there's been some stuff, got a lot of bashing of Drake May. And like you'll see, by the way, you're going to see this between now and the draft. There'll be guys and ex- so-called experts or guys who played the game will come out and they'll have who, their who breakdown. Who bashed him? Merrill Hodge. That's right. Merrill That's Hodge right. was saying he didn't see the athleticism. Some guys compare him to uh, the comp is Justin Herbert uh, for Drake May. You know, just like, you know, some guys feel J.J. McCarthy's a slightly smaller Josh Allen with mm. Buffalo. I mean, everybody's got their guy. So L- Let me ask you this. If you're a French, if you're the Falcons and you watched J.J. McCarthy, okay, and I'm not just talking about the national championship or the game against Alabama, this season, the thing that I would ask him is why were you asked to do less? Right. Now, his answer is going to be obviously, well, you know, we had a great running game and coach thought, you know, this, that, and the other. And remember, they didn't have Harbaugh for, what, six games or whatever it was. Yeah, correct. Right? Three in the beginning and two or three in the end. Right. So how, did, how does J.J. answer that question when 
The other guys you're being compared to, Mike mentioned this, Jaden Daniels put that LSU team on his shoulders, right? Caleb Williams, they don't win six games, mm. to four games without Caleb Williams doing what he did this year. Right. So, J.J., why is it that you were asked to do less in those situations where in the NFL we're going to ask you to do more? Mike, does that concern you as a franchise? Well, unless you feel that, you know, Harbaugh, as Wes brought up earlier when we talked about McCarthy, and this, this has been the folks who make the – not an excuse, but make the argument for him to say, you know, just like Josh McDaniels with the Patriots, sometimes they ran the ball 300 yards, sometimes they throw it 300 yards. You play to your strength and the opponent's weakness. And in Penn State, they didn't need to throw it because they couldn't stop the run. They just ran it all day. Just, you know, so that wouldn't stop you from drafting it? I mean, I'm not – I just don't buy it. I, I still would like to see more athletic – more wow factor. Now, again, the college game, as we know, is different than the pro game. We For every Heisman Trophy winner that made it in the NFL, there's, you know, there's a bunch of guys who hadn't. There's 50 guys in the top 10. Let's be honest, Carl, that have been selected, haven't done jack for every two or three that pop. So, of all these guys, there's three or four that are going to be busts. It's just the law of averages. It's 50% in the NFL draft. So, it's just a matter. That's why you've got to do your due diligence. And you say, I just think from a fan standpoint, are you playing against elite competition? You know, Fields checked all the boxes for you and I. Certainly, you in 21, the way he looked in that uh, the down stretch. The, the 21 or the uh, the playoff game against Clemson was amazing. You know, and so why why does he not able to process? There was a I did the link up there. Orlovsky did a link. Uh, where he breaks down Justin Fields and just not seeing what the defense is presenting, where he needs to go with the football. No, if Zach Robinson can fix that, okay. But I think by year three, who, all these guys, you're going to know. You know Zach Wilson is a bust, right? You knew that uh, Sam Darnold was a bust, and you knew it. You knew Trubisky was a bust after three years. But because of some connection to, uh, to Justin, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't kill the freaking messenger. But because Fields has a tie here to Atlanta, guys, you're kind of, I think, moving the goalposts in for him. I hope we can fix him. But, I mean, he I think he would have established himself as like a 20-touchdown guy unless you feel the Bears are so completely dysfunctional in his tenure there that you say it's not possible for any quarterback to have success. Mike, I'd say this to Justin, and I have 30% of this is on you. The rest is on the organization. Meaning, whatever it is you need to fix and get better, you've got to do those things. The rest is on the Bears organization not giving you the necessary things you need to be really successful in this league. Mike, we talk about this. Great quarterbacks, this is the, this is the history of the NFL. Great quarterbacks in college have gone to bad places in the NFL and their careers have been bust. Right. It has nothing to do with whether they can throw the rock or process. They went to a bad situation and three years in, everybody gives up on them. Three years in, everybody goes, oh, he's no good. He was great in college. He sucks. No, he went to a bad situation. Usually that is the case with a lot of these quarterbacks is you go to situations that are bad, hoping they're going to get better. Guys, that's why this whole Caleb Williams nonsense came out about Caleb not wanting to go to Chicago, and he had to answer it today about, I don't care who drafts me. I just want to get into the NFL because people have said, if he gets drafted by certain teams, he's going back to college. That's what has been out there. So – he understands, his dad understands, who's very involved in this process, that, you know what, we go to a bad spot, ask the Mannings about this. We're done. We've got to go somewhere where we can be successful. Right. You can't dismiss that about Justin and going to the Bears and the coaching changes and the front office flux and all the stuff that's happened. But I just I wonder at what point, though, do you say, you know, he's still got to pop. I mean, he rushed for 1,000 yards a year ago. You see that athleticism. He did question the OC, and the OC seemed to kind of play to his strengths. I mean, and, and things got better in the second half of this season. But I just think, guys, how many guys think Pickett's a bust right now? 
13 touchdowns, 13 picks through two seasons. If Arthur Smith can fix him, that'll be one of the great reclamation projects and reestablish Arthur as a, as a great offensive coach after the, you know, what this disaster was this year offensively for us, right? I would agree. But I just feel if you look at guys around the league, guys, you're just I don't think you're applying the same criteria to fields you are going to apply to other guys you've already written off. 404-726-0929. It is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. And, again, I don't care how great you are. I mean, again, Peyton Manning is one of the all-time best. First couple of seasons, people were wondering if Peyton Manning was going to be any good. I, I don't know how much that – the culture changed, Mike. He got better, obviously, but the players around Peyton Manning got better. And when they're making all those runs, go look at his offensive line. Go look at the players he was throwing the ball to. And I'm using him not to compare him to Justin because that's unfair. Peyton Manning is an unbelievable all-time great. But I do think where you go and how your career starts matters. And if you go somewhere where the culture's good, look at what the Texans did, Mike, when they hired, all right, D'Amico Ryans. And how all of a sudden that, that whole dynamic changed. I just think it, it does matter when you have the support systems in place. Uh, by the way, just real quick, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Uh, Party Buco, great Twitter name, by the way. It is. Uh, Artie Buco from Sopranos. He just drew this in. This was from Get Up, I guess, on ESPN, I presume this morning or this week. All right. It's the last 20 games, Fields versus Lamar Jackson. Okay. Uh, completion percentage, Lamar Jackson 66, uh, Fields 62. Yards per attempt, 7.8 for Lamar, 6.8 for Fields. Touchdowns to picks, last 20 games. Yeah. Lamar, 26 to 8, Fields, 26 to 15. With 300 more rushing yards for Justin Fields and three more rushing touchdowns. Very comparable. That, that's, see, that's if you, if you feel you can build on that with Zach Robinson, that's something I will then say, okay. If that's the trend going in the right direction and it continues here, then you've got the right guy. I, Mike, and then I, you can still draft whatever you want at eight, which we all want. Which and, and it should be an edge rusher. Mike, I think the last part of this season, he was great. I really do. I think he was really good. They went to the Green Bay and, and laid an egg, but Green Bay had to win or lose to get into the playoffs, and obviously they won that game. But I thought Justin, when, once he got back from the injury, it was a different football team. It just right. was. All right, guys, it's Dukes and Bell. Let's get to an NFL. Blitz! Hey, hey. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. Matt Verderam's on the way, SI NFL writer. We like visiting with Matt, and we'll ask him about all this stuff. But let's start with Todd Bowles, because you brought up the idea of maybe even going after Baker Mayfield. I just thought if you're looking for some guys and you you feel that you know, the thing about him is he's streaky. I just there's a part of me in the back of my mind that feels he could you could give him that money and then he'll just go right back to being what Ryan Fitzpatrick Whoop. was. Every time Fitzpatrick would go to another city, he'd come to your town, you get him a three year deal for about sixty million dollars. You realize he banked like nearly 175 million in his career. It's insane. I'll I'll look it up to be precise on that, but he, he made a lot of money by every few years kind of resetting his own game. Todd Bowles is the coach with the uh, Buccaneers. What's he think about Baker Mayfield? It's an extremely high priority, obviously. You know, we got a couple days before the league year begins, but we love Baker. Baker had a heck of a year. He fit right in with us all the way around. The chemistry was outstanding with him and all the receivers and the offense as a whole. So you want to hope to build on that. I understand the business side of it. Like I said, we like Baker, and we hope things get worked out. Nice. Okay. Okay. Well, he's going to be there, so he knows he needs a quarterback. Right. And by the way, I just looked it up. It was 150 million in contract, but as far as actual payment and what was guaranteed, what he earned, 82 million dollars for Ryan Fitzpatrick over his career. Not bad for a journeyman. No, no doubt. Right. Todd Bowles also asked about Mike Evans. Is he going to be a Buccaneer? 
He had a heck of a year, and he's been doing it for a decade now. And, you know, obviously we want him to retire as a buck, and everything we're trying to do and put all our resources to sign him back as well because Mike is great for the community, he's great for the team, he's great for the guys, and he's a heck of a ball player. Yeah, I we'll see. I mean, if they do, he's going to be the highest-paid receiver in the league. If he goes back there, that, right. that's, that's what it's going to come down to. And I don't know if they want to do that. Mike, speaking of quarterbacks, and listen, we're not the only one talking about, thinking about what we're going to do at quarterback. Mike McDonald, former D.C. with the Ravens, now the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, was asked about Geno, Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Yeah, that's a tough question, and it's one that I probably can't answer right now. But, yeah. um, you know, we're doing a lot of work on those guys, and I've had conversations just to get to know them and just to understand who they are as people. And, you know, one or two or both, you know, would fit into our plans moving forward. But, um, you know, we're, right now we probably don't have that answer for it. They're gone. Okay. They're gone. <laughs> Come on. Hey, Big O, play the beginning of that when he's asked about Geno Smith. Mm. Coach, how do you feel about Geno Smith and Drew Locke? Yeah, that's a tough question. Stop it right there. <laughs> They're gone. Look, Geno is a nice bridge guy, but there's limitations. His limitations tend to crop up at the last part of the season into the postseason. Playoffs. You don't trust him. No. You don't a nice trust story, him. And he earned a nice paycheck. But, you know, he's not going to take you to the next level. No, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> Sean Payton, speaking of quarterbacks, what's going on with Russell Wilson? There's a couple of factors here. You know, obviously the cap projections came out. We're further down the road with the draft class, obviously the pro free agents. I would anticipate it being, uh, you know, within the next two weeks. Hmm. How long? Two weeks. <laughs> two dollars. Yeah, two, I think, yeah, it was uh, the money pit. How much, how much longer on this project? Two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, man. I, I don't know how that goes back together after the, the acrimony with Peyton, the things that have been said by players in that locker room. Heard the other day, our buddy Benjamin Albright said, even young players in that locker room don't respect him. The rookies, the younger guys don't. Where's he going to wind up? Maybe, is the Raiders a good fit for him? That's interesting. That might be. I don't know. I mean, if you go to a team which is kind of close, yeah. that's why I mentioned him for us. Regardless of what you think about him being a cornball or whatever, the dude still got skills, man. 28 touchdowns, does some good things for us last season. He's a baller, man. I, listen, I still think of the available guys, if you're going to do something, and he's out there on the market. He's probably the best guy. I'm with you on that. I don't think the Falcons are interested mm. in him. Hey, guys, this hour is brought to you by our friends at Status Truck and Trailer Repair, driven by excellence, building successful partnerships. Matt Verderam from SI is going to join us. He's an NFL writer, does a terrific job, and he's at the Combine. We're going to ask him about all the guys that we're interested in and find out more coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We've got a pair of tickets for you to win uh, to go see 21 Savage, the American Dream Tour. It's American Dream Tour. Uh, Wait a minute, I believe that's copyright infringement, Daddy. (laughs) Get my lawyers on this from heaven. Saturday, June 15th at Lakewood Amphitheater. Tickets on sale Friday, March 1st at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. Stay tuned. We'll give you a chance to go see 21 Savage. Let's talk to our man, Matt Verderam, SI.com, SI, NFL writer. He's at the Combine. Uh, I understand you had Wendy's. How do you like those surcharges, those surge charges? <laughs> hey, man, no, not Wendy's. It's windy. Oh! It's windy, man. Windy. The first two days here, yeah, I'm not paying surcharges for fast food. <laughs> you kidding? So the, 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 first, the first two days here was 70-plus degrees. I mean, it couldn't have been – it was beautiful. Now it's sunny, but it's like standing in a wind tunnel, and it's 30 degrees. Oh. So uh, yep. we've, we've returned to uh, the correct weather in Indianapolis. It's just, yeah, it's that's not my favorite city either. Matt, yeah, by the way, Wendy's, uh, they're walking back those claims, by the way, about uh, the dynamic pricing. More on that coming up on our show. Speaking of dynamic, uh, it, a lot of wind blowing. That it's going to be fields coming here to Atlanta. If we're giving up a second rounder, can, he was trending the right way. We just looked at some numbers where in the last 20 games, the, the numbers are better. But do you see him becoming an elite quarterback in this league here in Atlanta? I, I don't, but I will say this. If you're the Falcons – that's not the worst gamble to make, right? I mean, you're bringing in a new head coach. It's obvious that Desmond Ritter at this point is not the future. And Raheem Morris is fine if you listen to him talk yesterday. Um, do you take J.J. McCarthy at eight? Or do you take well, – I, I, that's the whole thing. I don't know that you're overly enthused by that. Now, look, maybe J.J. McCarthy turns out to be great and he's worth a, you know, the number eight overall pick. But I don't know that – that's the best use of that resource. So if I'm Terry Fontenot and I'm Raheem Morris, I'm sitting there thinking about what is the best move to make. A second-round pick for Fields, who's a cheap, talented quarterback. Like, I'm fine with that. And if it doesn't work out, yeah, listen, it's a second-round pick. It's not something to sneeze at. But I think that's worth the gamble on a guy who I, I don't know that it has ever had a real chance to succeed in Chicago. So I'd like to see what would happen with London and Robinson and Pitts by his side. Talking with Matt Verderam, guys. Uh, he is a senior NFL writer for SI. Yeah, and as we've been talking about these edge rushers, because we found out today the Falcons spoke with two guys we really like, um, and, and we think that might be, if they go free agency, that might be the angle in which the Falcons go at eight. Tell me what you think about you know Jared Verse and, and these guys. I mean – Right now, we're still trying to figure out more information about him, and I think we'll know more by the end of the week, Matt. But but what do you think? You know, I think talking to people around here and talking to GMs and, and, and personnel men in the league, there's a thought that this could be a draft where the first 10 picks are all offensive players. 
Like they, they, that it's, it's a very top-heavy draft that probably drops off after the top 100 guys or so. Um, but then a lot of people look at it and think, you know what? The, the top 10 guys, you could be looking at four quarterbacks, you know, a couple of tackles and, and a few receivers. And I wonder if you're the Falcons, if you're looking at a guy like Verse, if you're looking at out of the kid at UCLA, like, do you trade back? And, and like, so let's, let's actually play this out a bit. Let's say you trade your second round pick for Fields. Well, you could take that eighth overall pick. If you love a defensive end, you could probably trade back four, five, six spots, still get the guy and recoup some draft assets. And hey, you basically got Fields for nothing. So I'm curious to see if that's a strategy where the Falcons go, hey, look, we could get Fields. And if we trade a few spots back, still get one of the two or three guys that we're looking at that we like and walk away pretty much saying, hey, other than paying Fields, got him for nothing. I, I think there's a lot of ways that Fontenot can go about this and really kind of game it in a way that the Falcons walk out of here feeling very good about themselves. There were some stories about the Bears talking to the Patriots. Is that all smoke? Just a bunch of nonsense? The idea that they would make a deal with the Patriots, send Fields to New England, and then they would take the third pick? Or is it, you know, you're not buying that? I just can't. Look, you never know. I mean, this time of year, everybody's talking to everybody. Everybody's playing out scenarios. I mean, that, there's whenever there's a rumor, you're always trying to parse out how, how much of that is fact, how much is fiction. I mean, the Patriots seen a quarterback. There's no question about that. It's Ron, it was, you know, he's trying to get this thing off the ground in New England. It's a new day there. I mean, Belichick's long gone now, so you're trying to figure it out. I, I think the biggest question if you're the Bears is – how do you get the most out of it? I mean, what? I don't think anybody's given up a first-round pick. Mm. So, can you can you get a second and change? Can you do that? You know, do you care if you're getting the 35th pick in the second round or the 39th? Does it matter that much? I mean, I, hmm. look, I think New England's certainly in the market for a quarterback, but I don't I don't know that all of a sudden. You know they're in any better of a spot than anybody else. I think I think if Fields goes on the market, which he is right now, you know there's going to be suitors. It's just going to be a question of who's willing to give the Bears the best offer. Matt Verderam, our guest, guys, SI NFL writer from the Combine here on Dukes and Bell. Um, Caleb Williams is considered to be you know head and shoulders better than everybody else at, at that position in this particular draft. I want to get your yep. opinions on him, and then he spoke to various teams today, or he's speaking to various teams, including the Falcons. Um, there were rumors out there, Matt, about, you know, hey, does he want to dictate where he ends up and where he goes in this draft? And then he came out, I think it was yesterday, and said, no, that's not true. I don't want to, you know, dictate any terms. I just want to be happy to go wherever I'm going to be drafted. Do you believe any of that? Yeah, look, I think any of these guys that are, are going to be top five picks, you know, players of that, especially quarterbacks. The quarterbacks always have the most leverage. Yeah, look, I mean, they definitely want to have a say in the future. And, and frankly, who doesn't? Who doesn't want to have a say in the future? I, I think there is part of that. At the same point, I don't think Caleb Williams is this guy who's going to be a malcontent, who's going to be a problem. I mean, I think, I mean, look, you want to be sold on the fact that where you're going is not going to destroy your career. I, I look at Bryce Young. Now, Bryce Young, you could argue, look, maybe he's just not going to be good because he's just not going to be that good. The Panthers are a disaster. I mean, that is a situation where you have no chance. Mm. The ownership's a train wreck. You, I mean, think about it. If you're Bryce Young, like it's hard enough to come to the NFL. And a, what was it, 11 games in, they fire your head coach? Yeah. 
I mean, you just you have no shot. So I think if you're if you're Caleb Williams, you know, understandably, you want to know, hey, what's the plan here? If I come, what is the plan? What are we doing? What's the thought? I think it's more about reassurance than anything else. But yeah, I think in this class, if you're gonna if you're the Bears, I don't know how you don't take him. Like I don't know what the mental gymnastics are that you sit there and go, no, we're gonna take somebody else, or we're gonna sit on and hold on to the field. I just don't think you can do that with any kind of reasonable thought process. It is uh, Matt Verderam. He's up there in tropical Indianapolis from SI with us on the waitfor.com hotline. Hey, here's one because we've gone skill position, skill position, skill position. What if we go address the uh, the edge rush we've been dying for through uh, free agency and then we go get like right. Roma Dunze or something like that and then all of a sudden we got some real weapons for Fields that he never had in Chicago if Fields is coming. Hey, look, there's a lot of different ways to win in the NFL. Now, I, I think the Falcons, I mean, geez, it's, it's, a, it's a talented team already, a lot of weapons. Um, but, yeah, at the same point, look, you know, free agency is going to be very interesting this year, offensively speaking, because, you know, we've talked a lot about the receivers, and, of course, Higgins now is tagged. And, and I, I think, you know, Pittman, the Colts wouldn't commit to it today when Ballard was speaking. I, I think they're going to tag him if they have to. Mm-hmm. If you're a team that needs a receiver, why would you spend big money? Like, you can just draft one of 10 guys in the first 60 picks. So, you know, I, I think you have that. But on the flip side of that, defensively, if you need an edge rusher, if you need, if you need a guy up front D-tackle, like, you might very well look at free agency and say, you know what, there's, a, there's probably a better chance I get somebody good here than his rep. Now, there's always going to be a handful of guys you like, but – I think for the Falcons, yeah, you could definitely look at this and go, hey, you know what, we're going to go after a Jonathan Grenard in, in free agency. We're going to, you know, if Josh Allen were to hit the market, if, if Jacksonville lets him hit the market right. for some unforeseen reason, yeah, there's always a way to look at this and go, hey, you know what, we can take care of one need now. It gives us more options in the draft, and that's really what you want. You want optionality and you want flexibility. Matt, uh, we find out today the Jets are going to allow Zach Wilson to seek a trade. Um, does anybody want Zach Wilson with what we've seen with the New York football jets? No. Nope. <laughs> so, uh, good, good luck. Good luck. I, I mean, and this is, this is what I talk about. It's like the fact and fiction stuff. Like, what are we doing? I was standing right there when, when they talked about that at the, at the presser. It's like, Okay, great. He's going to go seek a trade. I'm going to go out and seek $5 million. <laughs> I mean, that's nice. Right. I, who, Who's doing this? Right? I mean, like, is there any world? Like, even let's even say, for whatever the reason, you're like, you know who I'm in on? I'm in on Zach Wilson. Okay, fine. Who's trading for Zach Wilson? Like, the Jets are gonna cut him. The Jets don't want him back. It's over. Like, Zach doesn't want to be there. The Jets obviously have no future plans for him. Like, why in the world? If, if you're a team that has any interest, maybe you think he's going to be a reclamation project, fine. Why would you trade for him? And if you did, like, let's even say there's a team that says, you know what, okay, we really, for whatever the reason, are into him. What are you going to give up? A seventh-round conditional in 2027? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not like there's going to be a bidding war. I, it's right. so, yeah, the whole thing is just peak, uh, you know, combine time. Right. Yeah, Matt's up there. Matt Verderan from SI. we got like 30 seconds left. Where's Russell Wilson going to wind up? I think I think Pittsburgh makes a lot of sense, I, and, and I'll tell you one other one: the Raiders. The Raiders. I actually, if you said, I, I would say the Raiders make the most sense for a few reasons. He wanted to go there, uh, or at least it was one of the options he presented when he was trying to get out of Seattle. 
and they need a bridge. Garoppolo, at this point, they can cut him and save a ton of money after the suspension. Aiden O'Connell's not the answer. Like, I think Wilson, you know, he knows the division. He's, he's, I just think there's a lot of, of arrows that would point to that being a reasonable outcome. Matt, it's always good to talk with you, man. Uh, can't wait to see and read what you have to say about more information we find out this week. Check him out, guys. SINFL writer Matt Verderam. Thanks again, brother. Hey, you got it. Anytime. All right. Um, nobody's trading for Zach. He's right about that. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you throw it out there and you hope there's somebody really dumb that will take the bait. But as you said, what, what, would, the, what would that trade even look like? I have no idea. Uh, we're not in that. We're not in the Zach Wilson business. I'll tell you no. that. Hey, guys, this hour is brought to you by Status Truck and Trailer Repair, driven by excellence, building successful partnerships. It's Dukes and Bell. We're coming back. Yeah, man, no man's on the way. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. It is Dukes and Bell. We love this show. Mm. We were talking about it, and then Turtle gave us some bad news, Mike, because we've been talking about it in the break. Yeah, Richard Lewis, longtime stand-up comedian, uh, TV uh, actor, and, you know, been in a million things. We were just talking about how much we loved him on Letterman Tonight Show. Just passed away, age 76. The last uh, decade and a half, he's been killing it as a comedic foil and uh, just going round and round with Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Just, I, mean, I always loved his loved his routine. The chemistry between right. them is great. Because they're, they're old friends. Correct. And, you know, they for the others who don't follow Curb, they have an outline, but most of the show is just completely improv and guys are just riffing. It's, uh, so that news just hit and, and we were just talking about it, man. So uh, we'll talk more about it in Guy Talk coming up. But, mm. uh, 
It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Matt Verderam <clears throat> talking about all the things the Falcons could do. Uh, there is an article out at Dukes and Bell 92.9, Bring Him Home, uh, where we talk about Justin and the rumors coming out of the combine today. We're going to get back mm-hmm. into all of that stuff and who the Falcons are talking to and who they're interviewing as well. In the 4 o'clock hour, we're going to take a look at Kirby's dominance. You won't believe it. But right now, let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. He's the former MVP of his high school football team. Not really. From New Jersey. The Cavs are here. And gives rapid fire questions. Here's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Chris Thomas. All right, Turtle, what is going on, my man? Well, there's not just rumors floating around about our Atlanta Falcons. The NFL rumor season is on fire right Mm, now. mm. And one rumor that just came out is that Derrick Henry's reported top target is the Miami Dolphins. Ooh. I I thought they should have gotten in the mix. Remember Dalvin Cook we talked about, take a little extra pressure off of Tua with those great wide receivers? That seemed like a no-brainer for me. I guess they didn't have the cap space last year. So if Derrick Henry does go to the Dolphins, Mm. yeah, man, no, man, are they now the favorite in the AFC? Well, it takes a lot of pressure off of of Tua. I'll I'll say this. Um, I do think, again, you know, guys, you led the league in carries again? That guy. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of miles on those legs, Mike. But I saw a workout with Derrick Henry a few days ago just going through the gram, and I was like, my goodness, the size of this dude, man. He is a beast. Right. I mean, he's hard to bring down. And, you know, um, he's carried the Titans, Mike. But if he goes there, here's what I would say. You have to limit his carries. You're going to have to limit his carry. You cannot just rely on giving him the rock 280, 300 times. I think you with limited carries, saving him maybe, Mike, for later in the season when you really need those tough yards and those, you know, those red zone touchdowns. He could be a he, that could be a monster grab for the Dolphins. In case you're wondering, Mostert and A Chain uh, combined for over 1,800 yards on the ground last year. So, so those would, are speed guys. But th- this is a different type it of is. guy. That's why I like Dalvin Cook because he also catches the ball in the backfield. But yeah, Derek Henry. If he's, see, that's the thing. You could bring him in there if the, if the money was right and have the change of pace. Where you, I mean, everybody, everybody wants that thunder and lightning thing, right? But that would legitimately be it. Yeah, I mean, those two guys were they were when when Chain was uh was healthy. A Chain was healthy. Right. A Chain. He was a guy that everybody was talking about might win the the rushing right. uh, record this got year. Hurt, right. And then he got hurt. Played 11 games, yeah. So I'm with you. Like, that's the, the trade-off. They've got a lot of speed, and Mike McDaniel likes that whole speed thing. But I think this would be a big pickup for them if they did it. Another rumor that's floating around, well, it's not a rumor, it's confirmed, is that Super Bowl and postseason hero Marquez Valdez-Scantling is on the market. The Kansas City Chiefs decided to release him. Yeah, man, no man. Would you like to see him in a Falcons uniform? No, I think that's kind of a, a luxury. I mean, I, I, I uh, the prices have to be right. I, I wouldn't spend overspend for that, Carl. Would I you? Wouldn't, no, no, no. I want speed. I still think we need a burner. Okay, going into this this office, I don't care how we get it, but I still think we need one one of those elements. Kind of, you know, a couple of those guys. Mm. We just don't have that right now. But no, I'm not interested in him, man. I, I I'm willing to tell you, Patrick Mahomes probably made him better than what he actually is. He was pretty good in their postseason run. I will say that. Once he, I mean, like everybody else on that team, once they started catching the football. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Including a huge touchdown in the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, so this did. guy comes up big in big moments. The Falcons could certainly use that. Now, you know what? Do the Falcons have a Super Bowl winner on their roster? You mean player-wise? Yeah. Because uh, yeah, Calais was with the Cardinals team that lost to the he Steelers. Didn't win. No, he yeah. doesn't have one. No. 
No, I don't, I don't think, think they so. do, right? Jesse so, got to the Super Bowl with Burrow. They, they lost it. Right. Yeah. Nope. Uh, I don't think so. You could even, ha, Having some of that experience on your team is never a bad thing. Yeah. But so. the price would have to be right. I mean, I yeah. got I to gotta devote my free agent money to some edge rush. But we do need to get better athletes, or at least better than what we've got right now, if you're going to emulate what the Rams are, Carl. Totally. Totally. All right. So we didn't get to this yesterday because there was just too much going on. But I don't know if you guys caught this the other night. The... Eight-win Detroit Pistons got robbed against the New York Knicks. Well, some would say it's it's uh, the NBA season goes round and round, and the Knicks get paid back for the game they got screwed in about a month ago. Exactly. So the usually mild-mannered Monty Williams, who's, by the way, the NBA's highest-paid coach for an eight-win team, uh, took to the podium <laughs> afterwards and expressed his displeasure. The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. We've, we've done it the right way. <clears throat> we've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. We had a chance to win the game, <clears throat> and the guy dove into Asar's legs, and there was a no call. That, that's an abomination. You cannot miss that in an NBA game. Well, if you watched the Knicks taking on Houston about uh, three weeks earlier, that was the Jalen Brunson call on uh, Jason Goble, which is that's total right. nonsense. And Thibodeau was losing his mind. And that's when, you know, A.S. Brunson, refs were great. Remember that? He didn't want to get behind. <laughs> so you could argue, and I guess it doesn't really help Detroit fans, but over the course of 82, it all does even out. Uh, that was an egregious miscall. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. NBA and refs are bad this year. They just are. Across the board. And, and here's the deal. If you're Detroit, you're just clamoring for a win. Like, can I get one? Can I just get, like, a one win every now and then? They've got eight wins on the season. It's crazy. So, yeah, I felt for Monty and the, and the Pistons. Uh, that night, I certainly did because that was egregious. This is completely BS. This is shame. <laughs> By the way, our guy Darko went viral again, this time for something good. Because uh, he said if the Raptors went on a winning streak, yeah. they'd have a pizza party. Hey. And then he said, you know what? Actually, you guys want a pizza party? How about we class this joint up a little bit and go for something a little nicer? Apparently, the players just wanted some pizza. But he said, we're going to go a little fancy on that. So good for our, our guy Darko anytime he makes an appearance. He's nice. fun, man. He's fun to listen to. He's, he's fun. To, uh, the players like him. Uh, he's, got, he's got a lot of pizzazz. There's no doubt. I love it. All right, one more before we catch a break here. It has been revealed that the hoodie had a very strong preference. And what I mean by that is, whatever job Bill Belichick was going to take, if he got one, he was going to advocate very hard for Jaden Daniels to be the quarterback of that team. Yeah, man, no man, with his history of quarterback (laughs) drafting, do you think that would have been a good thing or a bad thing for the Falcons? Bad thing. Jaden Daniels... Would have he's saying if he would have gotten the job, regardless yeah, of whatever what job he, he got, wanted so he, would, he, he would have made it happen. So but we have to make it happen. Yes. That's the thing. I mean, yeah, he would have had to trade and and right. give picks away. I like I want Jaden Daniels over everybody. That's that's my guy. But it just seems like it's an impossibility, Carl, to get there without mortgaging so much. Well, what were we talking about yesterday? Getting to four is that the number? Yeah. The, and by the way, just an article in the New York Post. I, I didn't get it in time in the Blitz with uh, Verderam, but they're saying that the Giants are definitely looking quarterback at six. Oh, no doubt, no, no and, doubt. And they can get they can get their guy because. The conventional wisdom is uh, the Chargers and Cardinals will not be going quarterback. There's no need. Listen, if you're asking me, considering the situation we're in right now, Turtle, with where we're at and still trying to figure out where we're going to go with quarterback, yeah, I would have been for it. If if the hoodie would have ended up here, okay, and his number one thing would have been, hey, we're going to go get the quarterback I want, and we would have found out that guy was Jaden Daniels, I'm all for it. 
I, I'm forward. I'm with Mike. I'm, I'm forward right now. If you right. want to do that in the draft, but it didn't play out that way. And it, I, I think this speaks to more of him trying to prove people wrong, maybe about the decision mm-hmm. on Mac Jones. Mike and I were saying this in the break. Why wasn't maybe Nick Saban Saban giving Bill Belichick right. more information about Mac Jones than he gave him? Because you guys know they're good friends, and that. That info came from him. Like, Saban was the guy saying, yeah, you probably should take him. Here's the kid. He's had a great season. I think Mac Jones threw, like, 50 touchdowns that, that year. But, Mike, there was more to it than yeah, that. I said that last year about the – I agree. It's like, how do you not get this right? You guys are the tightest of friends. Right? I mean, decades and decades. And you don't know that this guy's a prima donna? If you missed it, guys, a great conversation earlier today on the Steakhouse. Jermaine Wiggins, former George Bulldog, does radio up in Boston. He was saying not just the fans don't like him. There's a lot of that locker room that doesn't like this guy. So it's gotten toxic in a heartbeat up there for that dude. It's funny because he's only 25, and his rookie year he had a 68% completion percentage, threw for almost 4,000 yards and 22 touchdowns. Hey, I don't, com- I don't they, blame him for complaining about the ridiculous you know, sideshow they tried at OC they, with Patricia and Judge. Turtle. There's yeah. some, but you could, they broke him. But the right guy we've seen <laughs> right. other guys do, you could revitalize that. He's got 10 years left in the league no, potentially. he does. But here's what happened with him, and this is why it went sideways. When he wanted to acquire, once McDaniels left, right, he wanted to acquire help outside of the organization, and Belichick told him, don't do it. You don't talk to anybody outside mm-hmm. of this organization. Meanwhile, there are two guys he's trying to work with who can't make him better. So there was complete frustration there, and, and they broke him. Like, he was like, screw this. What am I doing? Like, right. you guys are screwing me over here, and I'm trying to get advice outside the organization. The guy's telling me I can't go anywhere. So that is why that whole thing went whoop, and then you were like, Bailey Zappi, yeah! That's why we want Zappi. I don't know where he's going to end up, but, yes, he could still remain in the league, but I don't know if you can get back to – Feeling comfortable like he did that first year. He's baseball hat the rest of his life. He's condemned. You're a baseball hat guy on a sideline. Enjoy. Well, Get a great view. One guy I'm always in that submarine with is Orrin Romain, and he's going to hit my music. <laughs> I'm yeah. with you on the submarine. But I'm with you. They broke his will, Carl. They broke his will. It's just, it happens, man. I can't take this anymore. <laughs> hey, coming up, we're going to talk about Kirby Smart and how dominant he's been. Yes, he's been dominant. And also, we're going to talk to our own Mike Johnson. Mike is a former Alabama and Falcons offensive lineman, co-host of The Morning Ship. What was his combine experience like? Because he went through it. He was one of the best offensive linemen in the country coming out of college. He knows what this is about. It's all on the way in the 4 o'clock hour. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.